name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My second act podcasting. Radio is the only thing I've done my entire life. And so uh, we have conversations that you're already having with family and friends about uh, current events and pop culture, trends, social media, music, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Welcome to Cadillac Jack, my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. You know how you always tell me, like, I get involved in people's business and I find out. All the time. All oh, the time. my gosh. And, like, you know, they tell me stuff that they, be good. there's no reason they should tell me. I don't know if you remember this, but Olivia was sharing with us that when she was home for spring break, her spring break, that she does this because laundry at school is just a mess. I mean, just a hot mess. So she has this woman that, like, every year, or this person, like, every Can two. We call her? No, let's don't. Because she's studying. But like every two weeks, every two weeks, she um, has this person that would come and pick up her laundry and do it. And so we thought it was a service, you know, like, um, because the company is called Sedshare. And there are a bunch of them. There is our friend Laura has a great one. If you need to have your laundry done, this is brand new in Atlanta. It's called Tumble and Dry. And they are great. And they'll pick up your dry cleaning. And this is not like a commercial for them, but I just love Laura. Um, They'll pick up your dry cleaning and your laundry and bring it back. And Will's doing it. And it's been great. Will's our 23-year-old son who lives on his own in, yes. in Marietta, Cobb County. And he does not have a washer and dryer in his apartment. And laundry gives Will a lot of grief and gave me a lot of grief because when he moved out, prior to him moving into his new big place, he said, would you mind if I did some laundry before I left? And I said, I'll do it for you. And he's like, well, it's okay. And I said, listen, I don't mind doing it. Okay. I don't know where all this laundry came from, but it was... 10 black trash bags full of laundry. It was out of control. What I found out from my friend Laura is that this particular company, it's kind of like when they take your dog home and walk it for you, they take your laundry home and they wash it and dry it. In their washer and dryer? That's so weird. In their washer and dryer. Where they do their delicates? They may, or maybe they have a maybe they have a separate washer and dryer. It's just like Uber. Like it's the same car you drive to work that you're driving Jim and Henrietta around in, making out yes, and back. I guess, but it's your, it's your unders and things. Well, so things took a turn for the worse with this, this particular docent of the laundry. And she started texting Olivia. Hello. Um, I have not been able to pick up your laundry because what was it? She it was had some like, a medical disease. Yeah. It was really bad. She had gone into the hospital. I mean, she and, got into great detail about it. In an emergency state. Something with her kidneys had shut down, which is not good. It's don't not don't funny, get me wrong. Donna, it's not funny. Don't I didn't say it was. You did. Like, Olivia was trying to like be nice and kind right. of say, don't worry about it. If you know Olivia, she's not like a long talker. So this woman is sending like, shh, like I do and get back a K like you do. Um, like she does to me. So then this girl started going into more detail that she needed, you know, but she really needed Olivia to keep doing her laundry with her because she needed the money to pay for the kidney situation. Right, but she wasn't going to be able to walk for 18 weeks or something. And she threw in, she was taking care of her disabled mother. So the story kept getting longer right. and bigger. And you know, sweet Olivia, you know, she's so smart, but she's, she's blonde. And so she was telling you and I all this and we're like, listen, again, you're getting catfished. All you people. Well, that's not the word for it, but Whatever. you're taking advantage of you're it. Get, oh, you know what you're getting? I don't know. You're getting taken to the cleaners. Okay, that's That good. was unplanned and quick and good, very well executed. But Libby's talking about it. She's like, Mom, now I know how you feel because, like, I feel like I'm letting her down by not letting her do my laundry because she needs the money. And it's like, how do we— It's not your responsibility. Why do we get pulled into this stuff, you know? And not just us, but why, as humans, do people feel the need to pull us into this stuff? Okay, on this note— I have a brief story for you on a friend of a friend of mine that is very similar to this. She started dating this guy who lives in Peru, okay? Where's she? Here in America. And they told her, listen, I mean, and he, okay, 
she is in her mid-50s. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And he is, I would say, 20. And he, they met on a dating site. And he's sending her all these hot pictures and telling her to send him back pictures and all this stuff. Yeah. And so everybody kept saying to her, listen, proceed slowly. We don't think this is a good idea. And then he started sending her things saying, you know, I want to come visit you, but I need what? I need a plane Money. ticket. Money. I need this. I need some shoes to wear get on the plane. Okay, if he doesn't have shoes, how's get he? on the plane. Yeah. So it just, it kept going on and on. Well, he came over here and so she had given him access to her account, which never do you do. And he wiped her wow. out. So then she sends a GoFundMe to like her Bible group study friends, all these people, including my friend, and says writes this whole narrative about how she would really appreciate it if they would could con consider giving some money to help her out because he had wiped her out of all of her teaching retirement. Wow. And so my, I said, wow. what? This is crazy. So my friend says, what do I do? And I'm thinking to myself, self, what do you do? Like, you Venmo her money? Like, are, are you the same? We're talking about the same thing here. Are you now participating? Like, why is it your responsibility to help her out of a really, really bad decision? Money, if you're going to gift anything, if you're going to if you're going to give anything to anybody, I think you have to be careful with money because it, it can become very, um, what's, what's, what's to be paid back? Is this a loan? Is it a gift? Is it? Well, and these people are professional grifters. And there's yes. a lot of them on these dating sites. I'm telling you, they have no interest in dating anyone. What they have interest in doing is fleecing people out of money. Right. And, and tricks. Any way that it takes. Well, and, and it could be, and that's how they do it because asking for money is too obvious. So he would ask for like plane tickets. Oh, and I need a plane ticket for my mother. Oh, and my, you know, and if you've watched that 90 day fiance thing, it always happens this way. Next thing you know, they need, what do they need? A laser printer. Like, right, it's just right, right. really weird stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my mom can't wash dishes. She needs a new dishwasher. So it, it's very subtle how they fleece you. And because you're so in love and you're thinking, blind. well, you know, what's the big deal? I, you know, this person does live in this country and, the, you know, third world country. They probably don't have a dishwasher. What's the big deal? Everybody needs an HP laser printer. Well, here's the big deal. Because it's not over, Jim. It's not just going to be a laser printer. Next thing you know, that, it's going to be breast augmentation, nose job, goats for her dad. I'm just telling you, it just never stops. Would you help a friend out and give her back some money or him back some money if they lost it all on this person? How, how much are we talking? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, a couple but thousand, it, 20, 25, no, but I think it's kind of different than like, hey, if you hit a bad spot and your friends would help you out financially, of course. But this is like where my friend said, we told her not to do this. And she just blindly kept doing it. And now she wants us to basically for her. help her out of her bad decision. Right. I'm like, well, I don't know. This is just convoluted. But this here's what I did say. But if it's okay with you, I won't talk about it on the podcast. And she said. I wish you wouldn't. Right. And we just did. Yeah. We didn't say anybody's names. Yeah. Interesting, though. Interesting. Yeah. How much did she lose? Uh, over $62,000. What? Yes. What was his game? What was his line? What was his story? It was just everything. Like, he never could get over here. He would leave to go to the airport because she kept saying come over here and then I can help you get a job and everything. And he would go to the airport and then he would say something was wrong with his visa or his passport. And then he would say, oh, I need $500 like to expedite my passport. So it was very subtle right, right. fleecing. But it all adds up. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's, you know, flags. That's Some of these are already flags. You're trying to, you're trying to put a round peg in a square hole, literally. Okay. 
Ask for Don. Ask the Wolfman. Gallery Furniture, sixteen hundred Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. So we're going to find them. Been there. You can't miss them. Okay, you you cannot miss them. You've driven by here. You've driven by Gallery in Gainesville at least a dozen times in your life. Even if you live in in, in Ringgold, you, you've been through Gainesville and you passed by Gallery Furniture. It's a legendary business. They've been selling furniture, great quality furniture, okay, amazing prices for every room in your house since the nineteen forties. Ask of the Wolfman is Donna's father. Donna's still around. Runs the Gainesville store. They also got the, uh, the outlet down in uh, the outpost down in uh, East Point College Park area. Donna works at Gallery nearly every day, if not every day of the week. And she works hard. And they're a small business, family-owned small business. And they, uh, listen, if you are in for some new furniture, if you're shopping for some new furniture, give them a chance. That's all we can ask. Give them a chance to earn your business and do your right with uh, great quality, great priced furniture for every room in your house. Yeah. And here's the thing, even though all of that bad word from like the pandemic supply chain is kind of over, it's honestly not over in certain industries. And furniture is one of them. Like, you know, I just was going to get like, I had, it wasn't even like a piece of furniture because I would have gotten it from Donna, but it was, it was like a something, it was like a rug pad, which she probably has. I probably should just called her, but it was a new rug pad for the back of my rug. And I went on to like, just even Amazon or Wayfair and it's sneaky because like, oh yeah, the price is great. And you put it in your cart. And then when I went to do it and ship it, I looked and I'm like, wait, even with Prime, it's saying it's going to get here like May 22nd, you know? And so it's like, I, I don't want to wait that long. I need instant gratification. And that's what Donna can offer you. And not just, oh, come up here. And because we have it available, this is just like leftover furniture. We're talking brand new, gorgeous beautiful furniture. You can also go the custom route. We've been talking a lot about that lately. If you want to pick your own fabrics and your own, you know, style of chair or couch, you can do that too. But this is not um, just some odds and ends furniture that she's like, oh yeah, go over there. And you know, that's all stuff you can take. I think that you. matches that. Yeah. We're not sure. Well, I want to be really clear about think? this. This is fantastic furniture and we're getting ready for this outside weather. And I will guarantee you, she has tons of stuff lined up on her outside rocking chairs patio furniture. I looked the other day, she had some beautiful patio furniture. I mean, sleek, modern, and it's the kind that comes with like a sectional and chairs and then that little kind of grouping with it. And there's just nothing better than having kind of a space to drink wine or hang out with at night. You know, that's where you take your husband or your wife when you want you have a serious conversation because you can't have it in your house because your kids are always got their damn ear to the always listening. Oh my God, they're always listening. Well, mom, what are you and daddy fighting about? You know? And so then you got to take them out on the back porch and you got to get them around in that furniture and you have to be like, okay, Jim, let me tell you another thing about you that I don't like. Gallery Furniture, Ask the Wolfman, Ask for Donna. Our thanks to Fable Ford for their support of the podcast. Fable Ford, home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty, Brightmore Healthcare, and pod support from Awesome Alpharetta, awesomealpharetta.com. This is Kenny Chesney with uh, Little Big Town. When they surprised Kenny Chesney, Kelsey Ballerini in Birmingham last Wednesday or Thursday, was it, not? It was Thursday. Last Thursday night, Birmingham, and uh, Kenny Chesney was there, and Donna was there uh, literally on the stage. Just uh, Yeah. yeah. I, well, I was in the sandbar. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I didn't know I was going. I, you know, I went down. We um, have a new store in Mountain Brook, Alabama, which is a beautiful section of Alabama. And we had a fellow that took the job as a manager and then he left. Decided he wanted to do it. He literally just left out the back door. But anyways, I was not responsible for hiring him. So I don't have any, don't have anything with that. But so um, myself and another gentleman from corporate are kind of splitting um, that job right now, along with my other job at my regular store. Because then you have the radio station too. That's right. So, um, we, I was in Mountain Brook, which is beautiful, 
a beautiful area of Alabama. You know, I didn't know a lot about Alabama, but it's it's definitely very, very nice. Um, and so um, Kenny Chesney was playing with Kelsey Ballerini at the Birmingham Arena. I think it's called the MJ something, CCCCDDDDD. So a friend of, a person who, a friend of mine who um, is also a coworker said, hey, I've got Kenny Chesney tickets tonight. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yes, of course. But here was the thing. I wasn't closing the store. Al- uh, Birmingham is one hour behind Atlanta. I was not closing the store until seven o'clock because that's when the store closes. And I'm thinking the way people think in Atlanta. And that is like, if you need to get down to Mercedes-Benz Stadium to see a concert, you need to leave. Like Yesterday. if the concert's Friday, you needed to basically leave Thursday and stay down by the arena and just work from there. Because traffic is just insanity. So I'm like, I, I don't get off until seven. And I really wanted to see Kelsey Ballerini. And the person's like, it ain't going to be a problem. And I'm like, okay. And then the other thing I said is, because you know how people kind of get a little duded up? Like if you're if you're listening to this podcast in Dallas, Texas, you're going to put on your Tony Llamas. You know, you're going to, Phoenix, you're going to brush your Where teeth. You're going to get ready. So I'm like, I, I, I've kind of been working all day. I think I had on my hokas, to be honest with you, which actually came in handy when I had to run. Um, so they were like, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. This is not, I think they said, this is not, it's not country come to town, Dallas, right. Texas. So... The person I was going with had no interest in Kelsey Ballerini, but I mean, I was busting my ass to get in that arena to see Kelsey Ballerini, who was fantastic. So I will say every time we have seen Kenny Chesney, we have been in the sandbar. Right. But the sandbar has been a big open area. This was a very small amphitheater, but very nice. But it was inside. And that was the other thing. I cannot tell you the last time I saw Kenny Chesney inside an arena because he's always outside. Studios. So get there. See Kelsey Ballerini. I mean, she came on right at 732. Very punctual. Looked fantastic. And we were in the sandbar, which really accommodated. There was a left side and a right side. And we were on the right side. And it accommodated 17 and a half people. And uh, it was very tight. Very crowded. But then old Kenny comes out. And I'm telling you, he has more energy. I just don't get it. And we have talked so many times about how he's got those superpowers. Like he's just regular old Kenny Chesney walking around Alabama. And you didn't even know it. And then all of a sudden, he puts on those little jeans and that little red wife beater tank top and that cowboy hat. What happens? He's ready to go. And I mean, not through 30, 40 songs. And then somewhere in the middle of it, here comes old Little Big Town. What did they sing? Little White Church or something? I don't really remember. By clapping like a revival or something? I'll be honest with you. You ain't got beer. No. No. That's the thing about a Kenny Chesney concert. You can't leave to get drinks because every song is so good. But... We had commandeered this woman who would bring us drinks. Define commandeered. The person I was with paid them off. Paid this person off to basically stand behind us. And when we needed a drink, to go get the drink. I was not involved in this and I did not pay the person. A few questions. In the Her panel. name was Felicia. A few questions from the panel. I'm ready. Did, did, did y'all know Felicia going in to the show? We met her in the VIP section, which, okay. yeah, I'm not going to say anything, but yes. Was, was she, um, has she had prior experience as a server or bartender? No, she was actually her shift. She had done the earlier shift, and she also was handing out the giving out the quesadillas, which cost extra okay. in the VIP section. Right, and she was done. And well, what did the quesadilla in the VIP section run? Fifteen ninety five for the Good edition. Good grief! Mm-hmm. For and, the edition. And this is my favorite part. You could not tell them you did not want beans. They, they couldn't understand you, or they refused to not give you beans. Okay. So Felicia was getting off work. We struck up a conversation with her. And we said, are there bars? Because, you know, like kind of if you go to Mercedes, and when I say Mercedes, that's our venue here in Atlanta. And I'm sure if you're in, you know, Dallas, wherever you're listening, you know, if you're in those down areas, there are usually bars. Remember, Kenny Chesney, because 
I have a picture of you like drinking a Modelo, which you've never drank in your life. But well, that's the only beer that he had on the floor. You're just saying, yeah, you'll drink anything. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I don't drink. Not you, now, but, but people when they're down there. So we were like, are there bars down there? And she's like, oh no, you have to keep coming up here. And I mean, it was a hike. And jokingly, someone says to her, why don't you come with us and watch the show? Because we had an extra ticket. And I don't. I mean, how do you pitch this? And then just bring us alcohol or something? I, I don't know. The, but he did the picture. You did. I didn't. She was fantastic. Felicia was fantastic. Cry? What do you mean she cried? Did she cry when she sang the songs about divorce and things? Felicia? No, Kelsey. No, she's 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 lasered in, dialed in. She's okay. she's got that energy going. But everybody is. The women are on these songs, and I have to tell you, it was kind of funny. You look around, and if your wife or girlfriend is standing up. And yelling, singing. If she's saying, "Is were you blindsided?" That's right, I was. Hang on, or are you just blind? And th- you know how they, you got your finger up, you point like Kelsey. Every man, when the wife stands up or the girlfriend stands up, see that goes. Am I getting ready to get freaking blindsided? Something's getting ready to happen. This is not good. Why is she so in tune to these songs? I'm telling you, they're fabulous. Yep. I did not remember that um, Little Big Town came out. I'm gonna be honest with you. Well, they were here on a. Uh... Tuesday night. So they were playing the arena the next day, and I guess they just came out to join them. But I then I even asked you, did, I, I asked someone the next day, did Little Big Town, did I dream that? Oh, no, they're there. They were there. Well, they had an off day. Here's what happens. If you look at your routing and you're on a concert tour, and if you go so far away from home and then you have shows, maybe you have three days off, and then a show picks up 100 miles from there, there serves no purpose for you to come back to Nashville. There's no purpose for you to come back to Atlanta because you're spending more burn more gas than, than you are being productive and, and making money as a, a, a touring artist. So a lot of times you have some off days if you are in an area where you don't have many shows, but you have to be there for one, but it's two days away. Rather than take you back to Nashville, you're just going to live in Atlanta for two days, and I'm sure that's what happened uh, with Little Big Town in Birmingham. There was a reason that they were there, although it's not a far drive from Nashville at all, too. So, But there's no record label connection. There's no artist management connection with those uh, those two that I'm aware of anyway. I don't think Kelsey so. count three. So I, I, you know, I don't know. But it was amazing. And he has so much energy and he loves his fans so much. And I, you know, I was kind of like on the fence, like, cause I'd gone to see him with, we saw him, you and I saw him all, every time he came. And then I went to see him with Charlotte, um, our 17 year old. And I was kind of like, you know, I've seen Kenny and I've seen this particular tour, but I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to go because you just never have a bad time when you see him. The next day, this man comes into the store because again, I'm running Birmingham solo. 10 to 7, okay? So, and I'm shaky. I am shaky. Why, why are you day. shaky? Because I, well, Felicia, Felicia, oh, was right. Felicia, Felicia, Felicia was heavy-handed bringing the drinks. She was heavy-handed. wasn't my fault. This guy comes in, and he says, you know, everybody came in, it's like, oh, you know, I would offer him a beer or something, and they're like, oh, I was overserved last night, or I had too much, I went to see Kenny. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I did too. <laughs> this guy comes in, he takes his sunglasses off, he goes, you look really familiar. And so he starts, he goes, I had the best seats. And he starts swiping through his camera roll, I'll be damned if I'm not in four of those pictures. Really? Yes. On a scale of one to ten kennies, ten being the highest number of kennies, the best concert in the history of the world. One to ten kennies, what would you score? I'm going to go with an eight. Seven, eight. Were you surprised that he played Birmingham, Alabama on a Wednesday? Very. And I was also very surprised it was not sold. It looked sold out. It was. I mean, there were a lot of people there. It's also very small. It was a small arena. Very it's a much smaller arena. Yeah, it did surprise me a little bit. Taylor Swift going to be in Atlanta next weekend. Two Ooh. shows, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We got your tickets. Every morning next week, 8 o'clock, listening to Caddy Jack and Donna Jack in the morning on Atlanta's The Bear 92.5. If you're not in the Atlanta area, you can download the free Bear app. Search for it in the Apple App Store, Google Play. Search for The Bear 925.
bbear925. And then join us every weekday morning, 530 till 10. Bear 925. And uh, we're going to get crazy. We're going to get crazy. You think this podcast is crazy? We're going back to Radio Donna and we're going to just tear it up. Like what kind of crazy, though? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe steal a copier or something? A fax machine? Bring it home? Was they like maybe we should do like what they did on um, WKRP, like drop some turkeys right, out of airplanes and stuff. Yeah, we can do that. I mean, right. I think we ought to just do like crazy stuff. What are we going to do to give away the Taylor Swift tickets? Have we thought about that? We we haven't talked about this. Let's see. We're going to think about this. You got three days and a few minutes. We'll it's not going to be called a 92.5. No, 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 no. That's too easy. That's that's low hanging fruit. Yeah, we're going to think about this. Okay, rhymes with Swift. Eight o'clock every. Weekday morning next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Taylor Swift tickets for her sold-out shows, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And join us for our first week as morning radio personalities. The Jacks in the morning, the Bear 92.5. It's either going to be really good or Rawr. a huge mess. Rawr. And this opportunity uh, presented itself. We said, you know what? Let's think about it. Think. We did. Think, think, think just a little bit. Yes. So I had a lot of conversations about it. And here we go. Have you ever seen Steve Harvey do, uh, what's the show? Think about kids. No, the, the the game show. Family, Family Feud. Family Feud, right? Isn't that Steve? Yes. They film at Trillith every Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Steve's there and they do. I'm really? Sure, they, I'm sure they do multiple episodes, yes. The reason I know this, I was made aware that there is a restaurant on the campus of Trillith Studios, which is 35 sound stages between Fayetteville, Georgia and Peachtree City, Georgia. About 20 miles that's south. Of I mean, that's where like all the Marvel, I mean, everything yes, is filmed there. Everything in Georgia, for the most part, with the exception of Tyler Perry. Tyler does not have an area at Trillith. He's over off of... Uh, He's in East Point, I think. He but, has his own facility. Yes, with his own exit sign off of uh, the connector, the downtown connector. But yes. anyway, so uh, Trillith is uh, very exciting. And uh, it's, it's a mix of uh, restaurant, retail, residence, and movie studios. There's like eight different stages. The next stage is like this 90,000 square foot entertainment complex with nine movie theaters and, and putt-putt and just some crazy stuff. Anyway, so on property, on campus at Trillith, there's a restaurant called Hannah Brothers Restaurant. Hannah Brothers is what they call it now. They do all the catering for all the movies in Atlanta. Can you imagine making 10,000 meals every single day for uh, people that are working on on, on movies here in, in, in Atlanta? I think they're based at Trillith. They maybe do others, movies, depending on where they're shooting. But I know they're at Trillith all the time. That's where their headquarters are. And they have a restaurant there. Donna, let me tell you something. They do it every day for lunch. They do it Friday night and Saturday night for dinner. It is some of the best food I've ever had in my entire life. But can anybody get in? Yes, it's open to the public. And a lot of people don't know that. That is open to the public. You drive onto the Trillith campus and don't don't get off the beaten path. They'll come get you. Come get you. But but, but when but, you say the Trillith campus, you mean like where the sound stages and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. do you get to see any of the sound stages no, or anything like that? They're all closed to Trillith. They're they're not open. So just like big, big buildings. Huge, huge buildings. It's and so is it like a cafe and it has like tables no, and no. chairs? You would, yeah, it has all that, but it's a it's a full blown buffet. You can go in there and grab your ham sandwich if you want. You can go in there and grab you a soup if you want. But at night... Like a commissary. For, for lunch, too, though, and, and, and certain nights for dinner, they have this buffet that has everything in the world you ever wanted on it. And on Friday and Saturday night, it's, it's filet. Okay, I got to go to this. And crab legs, king crab legs. Oh, my gosh. they crack them for you? It is so popular. No. It is so popular that they have to set a two-hour time limit. You cannot sit there more than two hours because there are Why people, are you going to sit somewhere for two hours and eat? Because you're getting crab legs. It means you can eat. They have, like, music, entertainment? Yes. Yes. Mando's uh, name that tune. Really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's very interactive and fun. And uh, bananas, uh, Foster, her dessert. Yes, I mean, give me the give me the frying pan. I'm just going to tongue it to death. 
Uh, and then they have uh, they have you know, your your classic comfort foods like mac and cheese, and they have uh, you know green. So it's just like a buffet. You go down the line. Yeah, it's this huge, massive. So who, who turned you on to this? Uh, Chuck Brown, who is the CEO of Brightmore Healthcare. Now I bet Chuck loves that place. Chuck says, "If I live where you do now, uh, I weigh four hundred pounds because it's right across the street." Really, Hannah Brothers. Yeah, and if you if you see films, uh, you know movies being filmed in Atlanta, and you see those those orange letters that are upside down. Yes, which keep people that are part of that project. To know where to go. Movie codes, yeah. Uh, and so if you see the trucks, normally the catering is done by Hannah Brothers, H-A-N-N-A-H. Um, and and they're, uh, it's a family-owned catering business, basically. But you would almost think that, like, the people from Hollywood would want, like, black bean burgers and... Um, well, they don't get that at Hannah Brothers cafeteria, sit down. Yeah, I know, like, but you know what I'm saying? Like, healthy stuff. Sure. No, no, this is... Uh, this now, is are there college. stars there eating there on the weekends? I've, I've yet to see a star. I see a lot of filming. About every day you run into uh, somebody filming something somewhere. I mean, you can get in on some of those extra things because I just read like, you know, for, you know, I don't know if everybody, I think he's well now. We Nobody really knows the whole story, this whole Jamie Foxx situation. Right, right, which is happening in Atlanta. Yeah, so he's filming in Atlanta with um, Cameron Diaz and, um, you know, became very ill, had kind of what they're saying, a medical emergency, but they're keeping it very much under wraps. But um, they said they released when they were talking about the movie he was filming that they needed like 200 people for like this nightclub scene. Right. Would you get paid for that? Yes, absolutely you do. But now you're you're so you're a SAG member too. So you could go in higher. Correct. Correct. You get to go to front of the line to the cantina and Hannah Brothers Barbecue or catering now. How do they know that about you? Do they give you a chip? Do well, you wear your SAG card well, around you, your neck? Well, if you're a principal, you have a principal role. If you have a principal role, a speaking role, then you 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 get to pass everybody. Two two coming through. Okay, well, I never did though. I never did. I thought it was very rude. I thought that, that kind of that kind of policy I think is very uh Elitist? Well, yeah, it's crazy. Why, yeah. why, why, am I, why, why do I get to go before you do? You work, you work harder than I am. I can promise you that. So uh, Hannah Brothers, check it out if you're ever in the area. Uh, Trillith, T-R-I-L-I-T-H. Trillith uh, uh, going to become a town in the state of Georgia, about to 20 miles south of Hartsfield, the world's busiest airport. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen, executive uh, producers. They do a great job at the Appen Podcast Network. Been with them since episode one. Uh, season one. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday, Thursday. Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the App and Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.